Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you so much for coming back to my podcast and to my YouTube channel. If you're watching on the YouTube um, channel, I I wanted to come here and speak about this. Today is Monday, August 7, 2023. Something horrific happened over the weekend and it happened in a town very close to where I live. And here we are again, guys, you know, and I got to do a disclaimer real quick. This subject what I'm, I'm about to speak about is very sensitive. You know, not a lot of people are ready to hear things like this. I know a lot of people stay away from watching the news for a reason. So if you're one of those people who, you know, you're dealing with something you don't want to hear, like terrible news, I would suggest to watch something else, to listen to something else as the alarm is going off here. As I don't know if you can hear that, but I needed to speak about this because it feels like I I said, you know, in my previous episodes, this year has started with very horrific crimes, you know. Um, we can go down the list of so many horrific crimes that had happened, things that are kind of unheard of, you know. Like once in a while, something like this will happen. It will be like 10 years lap and then you hear about a, a similar case. But things like this has been happening on and uh, very often. So today I'm going to speak about the um, the tragedy that occurred over the weekend, like I said, on, on Saturday, August the 5th, 2023, just this past Saturday. And this involved Dr. Crystal Casera and her child, a baby girl. Um, we don't know her name yet, but this is what happened. Dr. Casera, a hematology oncology doctor for Mount Sinai Hospital in New York City, walked into her baby girl's four months old baby girl room um, and they live in Somers, New York by the way and she walked into the the, the baby's room at 7 a.m and shot the baby and then took uh, and then she you know she took her own life and like I said this is very sensitive uh, I'm trying to find the right words to speak about it but um I just gotta say, you know, this is so tragic and there's so many things here that it makes you wonder why would anybody do something like this, right? And I know everybody, the first thing you say, you know, depression is a real thing and it is a, a demon. I think depression is, is a demon and I think people who are dealing with depression need to ask for help and also the people who are hearing somebody who needs help, they need to don't be judgmental okay and just listen to people out and say things like how can i help you what can i do let me know if i can be praying for you a lot of the times when somebody comes to you with something hard they're dealing with hard life is hard okay and they're dealing with something difficult we tend to always make it seem like oh they're they're overreacting right or i know somebody who went through this and she's not like that or you know people could say you know well you have just one baby like there are people who manage three kids at once things like comments like that when somebody comes to you and asks for help are so unnecessary so dangerous okay and you have to understand everybody is trying to do the best that they can. And a lot of the times when somebody comes to you and they're upset about something that they're going through in their life, like I said, we tend to always compare to somebody else. Listen, not everybody handles things the same way. 
right? And if you are, you know, sometimes we only believe in compassion and understanding when we need it. And a lot of the times we don't give that back, right? So just be careful of your words, your, your choice of words. I understand also that postpartum, I've never been a mom, right? I, I understand that postpartum depression is a very real thing, okay? And being a Christian myself, right? What I said in one of my previous videos was that a lot of the times in the Christian culture, there is this idea of you say to somebody, you know, I'm praying that I can come up with this money to pay some type of bill, right? And we people, when people answer back to you with the Bible, with with a Bible verse, right? And I love the Word of God. I read the Word of God every day. I do reels on it every day, and that doesn't mean that I don't believe on it. That doesn't mean that I. I don't believe what it says, nothing like that. But when you come to somebody and say, I'm praying that I can come up with this money, let's just say, to fix the car, to fix the house, to whatever, right? To pay some bill that is really past due. People say, well, you know, God will supply all of your needs. And like, to me, a lot of the times when somebody comes to you with a need and they give it back to you with a Bible verse, that's a slap in the face, right? Because Things like that are written in the Bible so that we can take action and help somebody. So when people say, you know, I haven't been feeling myself lately, let's just say, right? I've been feeling, I've been crying a lot lately. I mean, well, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like you want to look at people and say, really? Like I know that. I read the Bible too. Hear me out for a second. Like give me some type of, you know, yes, sometimes you can just, hear somebody out. You don't even have to say anything. People are looking for somebody to basically sympathize with what they're dealing with in the moment and just don't say anything because it, it could be like making it worse. And when somebody's coming to you with something so deep as being, let's just say, a brand new mom, right? Dealing with so much stress going on, uh, getting adjusted to being a mom and being a doctor is a whole nother like stressful job too and if somebody comes to you hey you know i'm not I haven't been feeling myself lately hear people out don't be we can be so dismissive you know everybody's on schedule these days right everybody's running you know we're running a thousand miles per hour everybody's on their phones nobody has time for anything and you know i include myself for that too so i just have to say we just be more aware of how you come across when somebody comes to you and they need help, right? So today is the case of, the tragic case of Crystal Casera, 40-year-old doctor um, who had a great career, had won so many awards, and was featured many times on the, comp on the hospital website, um, living in $1 million home in Somers, New York. Let me tell you about Somers, New York. I live like 30 minutes away from that, and it's so crazy because just this weekend, this Saturday, I was Googling things to do in Somers, New York, because living where I am here in Connecticut, lately I've been seeing Somers, New York trending a lot. And I don't know if it's, it's because, you know, Martha Stewart or somebody, somebody very famous lives there. I think a lot of people who are famous live there. And it's been like trending, like you see it in every newspaper, Summers, New York. And I was like, I was Googling and I'm like, how far am I from this place? I want to check it out. 
take it, drive by, see what they, you know, what they have to offer. And then this story comes up about this doctor and it's just so sad. Okay. It is so sad that this happened, but there's so many questions who, questions who need to be answered in this case. So let me just read to you a brief um, summary of what happened, okay? Quickly, I'll read to you this article. It says, a preliminary investigation revealed that at approximately 7 a.m., Crystal Casera entered her child's room and shot her baby and then turned the gun herself they say Casera, 40 years old, was a hematology oncology specialist at New York City's Mount Sinai Hospital. And she lived, like I said, in a $1 million home in Stormers, New York, with her husband. And they haven't said the baby's name yet, but the baby is probably, was probably about four and a half months. So it's her first child, right? She's 40 years old, had her first baby. And... And the husband is a businessman, entrepreneur guy. I believe his name was Tim, Timothy. Let me get Timothy Totley. Totley? Timothy Totley. I might be mispronouncing his name, but his last name is important because he created nutritional bars or protein bars with the name Totley Bars or something like that. His last name, Bars. Totley Bars. And his name, like I say, is Timothy Tolti, 37 years old. So he was younger than her. Not, you know, not to, not such a big difference, nothing like that. But, of course, we immediately think about the husband, right? Because I just, I got it, I got it, you know. The history of when moms do things like this, right, especially brand new moms, Mom, you cannot help it but look into the husband, right? You have to understand, you have a mom who has a very stressful job as it is, right? She's on maternity leave. She hasn't returned to work yet to her job, which is a very stressful job, right? Because I believe a lot of people who work with like cancer patients, people who are in disability, people who are, who have a terminal disease, like that's a whole nother level of care that you have to provide for these people. And, you know, we, when we're dealing with something, the last thing we want is a, is a doctor who's rushing us out, right? Who don't listen. A lot of them are like that these days, right? They're working on a clock. You come in for one thing and you can, you know, God forbid you ask them another question. They don't want to hear it. They like make another appointment. So it is so sad that this is what the health industry is these days. But um, don't ever forget everything is a business too. So going back to Crystal Casera and her being on maternity leave, the baby is four and a half year, uh, four and a half months old. Um, the, the husband is an entrepreneur who created protein bars, okay? So it doesn't hurt to say that the main breadwinner in this family was her. And hear me out on this because you're living in Somers, New York. Somers, New York is not an unexpensive town, right? I understand she's a doctor, very successful doctor and all of that, has a great position with the hospital, but they live in a $1 million home. They just had a brand new baby. So she's in maternity relief for four months, four and a half months, probably due to return pretty soon now, right? I don't know how much, how long maternity leave is. It, it probably could be six months for her. I'm not sure, but 
given the fact that Timothy is an entrepreneur and we, me, myself being an entrepreneur, one thing I know, the first few years of your business, a lot, a lot of the times, you know, you're not really making money. You're doing a lot of things for free. There's a lot more expensive than, than you know, um, than income, right? There's a lot more expensive that you do. Uh, uh, expenses that you inquire uh, that you acquire when you're starting a business especially when you're selling something right you have to pay for everything you have to pay to do vendor events you have to pay for people to create everything you know it could i don't know how how well he was with like you know creating social media accounts all of that he i know his twitter account was not updated since 2021 the same thing one thing he did that's another thing reflect for me is that he deleted all his social media immediately this happened two days ago and this man already deleted all his social media i understand the privacy thing i understand you want to keep your privacy but um this is like why are you deleting social media and i say many times when people don't come out with the truth people speculate so a lot of the times it's good to just say it and come out with the truth and you know say things like whatever like my wife has been dealing with depression or anything right um but he went ahead and deleted facebook and all the social media so the only thing that you find or i think he made his instagram private the only thing you find is his business right the totally um nutritional bars right so you look at this couple, right? Brand new baby in the home. She's on maternity leave. Anything could happen, right? Like I said, this is just a speculation, but given the history of people who commit things like this, you think about stuff, right? You're like, man, how much is he really making with this brand new business, right? Um, there's a lot more expensive when you're starting a new business. You have to pay up. People expect a lot of things for free when you're starting out. They're like, you know, I'll give you a chance to come to my event, but, you know, you have to provide samples. So you have to do this. So you're not really making money. You're, you're creating, people say networking. Yeah, but you're creating leads, but that's, there's no guarantee on that either. So she's the main win main breadwinner let's just say that brand new baby million dollar home and then she's with the baby for four and a half months four and a half months there's no like um there's no there's no like a record of of a family member because the family some family member already came out and spoke there's nobody who says we she has been dealing, she is, it has been very hard on her with the brand new baby, let's just say. Something that led us to believe, you know, this is so crazy um, that she would commit something like this, a brand new mom, like that is your first child. What is going on behind those doors, behind closed doors in that home that we, you know, that people don't see? The town people, you know, they went out to the town and spoke to some of the neighbors and they say they kept to themselves, right? I can only imagine bringing a brand new man, having such a stressful job and him being an entrepreneur, you know, using a lot of his time probably to to be building his brand and all of that. Yeah, they don't have time to just browse around the town, you know, maybe when the baby would probably get older. But here's the thing though and hear me out because there's something i discovered about this story 
this event that happened that really made me wonder, right? Why things like that happen? And before, I don't want to by any means, by any means sound like I'm diminishing the effect of depression or things that can, that can happen when somebody's dealing with that. Depression is a demon, okay? I think if you're dealing with something like that, you have to pray, ask for help, okay? Go on a fast. And let me just tell you something. You will never, any negative thoughts that you receive that comes to your mind about yourself in a negative way, they're not from God. Jesus loves you so much. So you have to cast it down. Do not entertain negative, you know, negative um, thoughts, nothing like that. But going back to Crystal Casera and trying to understand what happened here, people can say, you know, it's a postpartum depression, like I said, right? I don't want to uh, go too deep into that. But what I learned about this whole thing that happened with her was that on Saturday, she had both her parents in her home. So that completely changed for me because they're not, they don't say where he was, right? The, the husband, but they say at the time of the event, both her parents were in her home. She actually locked the door to the baby's room and where she did what she did, right? And I'm like, wait a second. That's a big difference now because from history, when we see that when people are dealing with something like that and they tend to take it to that moment, right, um, to where they feel so hopeless that they commit what they, they do, what they do, they... Like 99% of the time, they're, they are alone, okay? They, they don't have guests in their home. So you think about it, okay? Why? There's so many unanswered questions here because why would you have your family and there, I guarantee you, I mean, it's their first child, their grandparents. She is a successful doctor living in a million dollar home. What happened here that she waited for her grandparents, for her parents to be there for her to do something like that? Like your family just saw your baby. Your family is probably there to help you out with the baby. What? Let her to do something like that. What was the discussion the night before? Like I said, this happened barely early on Saturday, right? This Saturday that just passed. 7 a.m. Saturday morning. For her to go, like, what was what was the conversation? Like, what did they do? What did she say? What did, where was Timothy? right? Did she discover something about him? And then why, why take the baby? It's like, it's almost like there was something that was discovered, okay? And this is me speculating, so hear me out. Because the minute I find out that her parents were there, I'm like, there's something else going on here. Because why would you, you know, 
you're going to leave that to your parents to discover that, right? They tried to break in the door when they heard the gunshots. So it makes you wonder, what was was the conversation here? Did something happen with her, you know, were their family, I mean, the baby's already four four and a half months old, so were her family living with her, right? Uh, I think that's something that we have so little information about this, but you have a, a town person who said, I know who they were. They bought their house from one of my friends and they used to come here when they first bought the home. Like if their parents were living with her, she would have said, yeah, she lives with her mom and dad and I used to see them in town all the time. Something like that would have already come out. So your baby's four and a half months old. And your family's visiting for the weekend and like you waited for that moment for them to be there. Like, why were they, you know, I'm sure this is not the first time they came to see the baby. I mean, or let's say like, wait, they live from a different country and they're like, I'm, I mean, they're waiting for visas or something and it took them a while. I mean, when there's a baby coming, you have nine months to prepare. So I don't think this is the case, right? So, and she also grew up in Brooklyn, I believe. So you think about it right um so her family's visiting for the weekend and she thought this would be the perfect time to do something like that it's almost like what was what i want to know i don't want them to be like oh yeah she was depressed that's a uh, investigation over we need to investigate what happened the day before. what happened this past friday in that home what was the discussion about? Why were the parents visiting? Um, did she ask them to come because something she learned something about her husband that happened? Okay, I think you know when you have two different careers like that, and you have some doctors. I mean, doctors are like the first one in and the last one out. Okay, and you they are on call especially dealing with like cancer patients, like she was doing and doing conferences and things like that. Um, They are on call. They're always like, you know, working very long hours. Um, And also the same thing with an entrepreneur, right? And you have people who are, you know, you have an entrepreneur and you have people spending long hours with you doing doing vendor events and you know things like that. Anything can happen. This is why you have to be so careful who you let in your life. Okay, um, I don't believe in you know like oh yeah, my husband is out with with her her his best friend. She's a female. Like it doesn't work like that. Like no, that's just playing with fire. Okay, that's just playing with fire. Um, Christian or not Christian, you're playing with fire. There's no, your husband shouldn't have a best female friend. That's just my opinion. I'm not married, nothing like that, but I'm just saying it doesn't work like that. You have to be so careful and things like that. Um, so I feel like there is something that was that was discovered. Maybe that's why she had her parents there and her parents visiting. Right, and something happened in this past week, and then maybe Friday night, that led her to just take this, 
you know, you don't go from like, oh, my, 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 it doesn't, like, I don't think it works like that, you guys. I don't know how to explain it. You don't go from like, oh, it's my brand new baby, you know, four months old, I'm getting ready to go back to the office, you know, whatever. And my family's here. And, uh, you know, I'm so, whatever, like, life is great. This is my brand new baby. Like, even if you're dealing with something, right? Like, let's just say, like, depression and you're struggling, you're, just seeing your family will cheer you up, right? So what happened there? What what was the discussion in the family? What was the tone of the conversation, right? Why would she want to do that to her family too? Not only to like, you know, because a lot of people who, who do get to that point where they feel so hopeless, they say, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, I can't take it, things like that. I got to be careful how I say it, you know. Um. But I'm saying like a lot of the times they they do it when they're alone. They don't want to be, you know, they, the last thing they want is to hurt their family even more by finding them in such a position or something, right? Um, so it makes me wonder what happened here. I think everything changed for me when I learned that her parents were there. Because... If you tell me, you know, she has been alone, he's traveling a lot, promoting his protein bar and things like that. She's been, you know, she's the, the main breadwinner. She's with the baby constantly. He's never around. She lives in a new new home, like, and they're new to the town, right? They've been there for like a year, right? And a brand new baby. She doesn't probably have immediate family there. And, you know, he's been traveling a lot. He came back from a business trip and he found her like that, like things, something crazy like that. But she waited, like she did it when her family was there. Their, their brand new granddaughter, right? Her first child, their own daughter. Like, I don't know. This is so strange. And it is so sad. And once again, you know, to finish this whole episode, I got to say to you guys, Everybody thinks that, you know, we always assume that people are living their best life, right? Because that's, that's what social media does to you, right? Um, you think, oh my goodness, look at her. She's singing every restaurant. She's singing every city, every town. A lot of people who do that, who post like that, they really don't have nothing going on. That's why you can never believe what you see on social media, right? People are playing this game of pretending, right? We are pretending. Um, so let me post that I'm, you know, that I came to this park because I don't want people to think that I stay home all day, right? Um, this is what social media has led us to do, right? And it, it is so sad that this is what we come through, but it is sad for this story, right? You, you look at somebody who worked throughout the pandemic. She said she was so encouraging to her cancer patients, right? And uh, you have to be, you have to also remember people who who are always giving, 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 right? They also, you have to know that they also need to, you know, for you to when you ask them, hey, how's everything? You have to also pause and listen back to what they have to say, because people will say, oh, you're so encouraging, you know, you're so uh, faithful to God, and you're so inspiring, and all of that. Yeah. 
And I also need prayer to, you know, I include myself in that. I also need, I have my moments, right? And that's, that's what I was saying earlier about when people say to you, well, God will supply all your needs, right? They answer back to you with the Bible verse. It's like, you know, I just need you to hear me out for a second here. I believe in the Lord. I know what the Bible said, but I'm dealing with something in this moment. And you have to be so, learn to just listen to people, hear people out. Um, just because we lose faith for a moment doesn't mean that we don't love the Lord, right? I think depression and this this whole idea of having a sad day has become this stigma in the in the Christian faith family that it's like, oh, she's she's so depressed that's because she's not reading her Bible enough. You know, it's like, whoa, man, the, like what? That's a slap in the face for somebody who's feeling upset. You know, what a slap in the face to blame somebody for feeling sad. You know, it's almost like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to know from her, from her parents. I want to know what is, you know, what was the, the conversation? Maybe Friday night dinner. What was, what were they talking about? You know, was she upset? And you're like, man, you live in a $1 million home. Like, you have a brand new baby. You have nothing to complain about. That... A lot of, you know, happiness is not stuff, you know? Happiness is not having a, a bank account with money. That's what the world makes you to believe, right? I mean, before I go into the, the, the whole thing, I just got to say this. True joy only come, comes from having a personal relationship with Christ, right? And I'm running out of time almost here. I just see my time there. But when my mom was... When we were dealing with my mom and everything was going crazy, I thank the Lord every day because I'm like, if I didn't have Jesus, I don't know how, like, what would happen. And it makes you wonder, like, how do people deal with hard stuff if they don't have Christ in their hearts? So it, it is so sad. And I know people are struggling these days, but Jesus is better. And if you need prayer, I don't want to just leave you with Jesus is better, right? We all know that, right? If you need prayer, please reach out. You can email me, julissa, julissadescience.com. I'm running out of time, guys. Thank you so much for being here and listening. Have a good day, everybody. God bless.